he's just trying to stir it, and he had a ladle that's in a glass thing. It's kind of above his head on a shelf. And like, dink! And just starts shitting all the eggnog out just on the Just four gallons of fucking ch- eggnog on him. Right on his chest. You know, I would have like, fucked out. I would have got down and just <laughs> gulped it into my fucking mouth and... Well, his With his idea glass. was he was his idea is like it's viscous enough it'll like get on me and then I won't have to mop a bunch of it up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess hey, that kind of works. Here's to uh, you know, <laughs> fucking human sponge. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. And the USA. USA. Get that heater fan working so I can, I don't know, drive at night and be able to see out of my fucking windows and not and not freeze from driving yeah. around with the windows down and no heat. Two things you would you really want in a uh, modern car. It's ideal, you know, but I mean, you get to experience like the semi uh, uh, Model T kind of lifestyle at the moment. <laughs> just, w- just wind whipping into your face and rain coming in from the side. Well, and then I you start, start talking like a gangster because your face is all frozen. You're like, yeah, she. Ah. Yeah. Holy shit, that's good. Mm. <laughs> ah. All right. Got to chew it on the way down, or what? Yeah. Not, no, it's nice and smooth. You know, it's been it's been digesting itself for <laughs> at least a week and a half before Christmas, and you know, it's been Pit a, a sarlacc. Yeah, kind of like that. I never knew that real eggnog. Like you have to kind of, it's like making a fucking sauerkraut. You got to let it sit for at room temperature for like yeah. a few weeks or whatever. In fact, well, maybe next time the holidays come around, we'll do like a, a cooking special and talk about like real festered eggnog and whatever kind of gross puddings and shit they'd make. And Oh, cool. And then we can do uh, a, a New Year's special <laughs> where we uh, describe what kind of uh, like diarrhea and maybe solid that people have <laughs> what kind back of in her- the 1800s. What kind of horrific digestive maladies you'll come with yeah, the weeks after the holidays, but no. But anyway, uh, welcome back to How the West Was Fucked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nothing? Okay. Uh, oh, son of a bitch! The West. The West was fucked. I said West already. Ooh, dildo. back, back into the count from Sesame Street. Oh, all right. That wasn't that mm-hmm. wasn't the best one ever. Um, so uh, this <laughs> week, um. Uh, we're going to talk about a guy that we, we've talked about a bunch before, I think, but we're just going to do, like, just pretty much concentrate just on him. But he shows up in a lot of the stuff we talked about before. Just, um... Whoa, deja um, vu. He's probably, like, the... Uh, what did you say? Like, probably second or third most famous Native American of all time, somewhere up in there. I would oh, think. I thought we were doing Boone Helm. Are we doing Boone Helm? Oh, I thought we were doing Crazy Horse. Well, then I didn't oh. do enough research. <laughs> Well, let's well, do Crazy Horse then. Well, we can do Boone Helm. I, no, I, I, the, the only thing I know about Boone Helm is the shit I already know about him because I didn't get the book like you did. Oh well, so will you guys fine. stop fighting? <laughs> <laughs> well, just just we'll do Boone Helm because I uh, yeah I don't know we just did a, we've been talking so much with uh, like Sitting Bull and like all that stuff so we've been talking about Crazy Horse a bunch recently anyway so we might as well let him mellow out for a second and get into some uh, more more criminal gro- kind of gross criminal oh stuff. sweet the, yeah. the the boon helm sounds like a sounds like a magic item from like the legend of zelda or something kind of yeah oh yeah huh i didn't think about that well uh tony we have talked about boon helm before too do you remember anything at all about him uh the name sounds i know i've heard the name i don't know anything about him he has do you remember what his nickname is his nickname isn't Boone Helm. That's his real name. That's his real name. Uh, his nickname. Christ. His nickname was the Kentucky Cannibal. Oh, that's ringing a bell. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about him today. 
Wait, was he uh, in the Plumber episode? The Henry yes. Plumber episode? Yes, he oh, was. Okay. Yes. And, and also, when I was in Virginia City for the Ladies of the Old West thing, he's buried there, and I was going to go find his grave, but that fucking thunderstorm whooped up, and I didn't yeah. want to be in the middle of a cemetery during the thunderstorm, because that seems like a great way to also end up in that cemetery. <laughs> so <laughs> Go to the yeah. top of the boot hill. Yeah, yeah, and get hit by lightning immediately. <laughs> Not doing it. Um but yeah, so uh, Will, if you want to kick her off with the uh, with the uh, Comic Cosmic Sands. Sands. So he was born in Lincoln County, Kentucky, January 28th, 1828. His parents were poor. He was eighth of 11 kids. Jesus uh, Christ. They moved around a lot until they settled in Missouri. Was his mom a cocker spaniel or what? <laughs> <laughs> just picturing like a, a basket full of kids or like a box like you know free puppies you know yeah i, I think uh she was a springer spaniel uh jerry springer spaniel. oh there you go jerry we tried springer to give him away in front of the safeway but nobody took him right <laughs> so boone grew up big he was the size of a teenager at age 10 oh gross so he had run around with the teenagers the bigger kids hunting and um he had uh, no compunctions about skinning rabbits, but sometimes would forget to wring their necks first. Oh. Till he sliced into their hide and the screaming Ooh. began. Whoops. Ooh. Well. <laughs> so I was going to say this episode is going to be a little bit better because it doesn't have the genocide as, uh, as some of the other ones. <laughs> no, but, but it I does have not. The, the serial killer <laughs> shit. Right. So now well, we're a true I'm, crime podcast. I'm, I'm curious. I, I, I'm supposed they must have been using snares or something because I, I, I'm not picturing like little bunny foo-foo sitting there nibbling on dandelions and they just like belly crawl up on it like Rambo and start skinning it. They, you know. <laughs> so Boone demanded respects from the older kids, uh, usually by cursing a lot and fighting at any supposed insult. And he would fight dirty too. Uh, he Not like play fighting, uh, but just kind of like his playmates were his mortal enemies for some reason. Oh, okay. shit. That's scorched earth shit. But by the time he was a teenager, he put on exhibitions and fight adults. What the what? fuck? Wait, how old was he when he did that? <laughs> he was a teenager, I guess. God damn. Uh, he had even picked fights with adults coming out of the bar in town there, too. Jesus. <laughs> God damn. Uh, he also butted heads with the local sheriff. Like, literally? Uh, after one beating, the sheriff uh, issued a warrant for his arrest. So Boone hears about this, and he was really pissed off. So he rode right into the courthouse on his horse, horsey, while it was in session. Then he cursed out the judge from his horse. Cocksucker. 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 You the fucking cocksucker. Copperhead cocksucker. Godless heathen cocksuckers. You ignorant cocksucker. He is a fucking cocksucker. You loudmouth cocksucker. Gutless cocksucker. Junko cocksucker. Whoremongering cocksucker. Sea creature looking cocksucker. You pie faced cocksucker. Limber dick cocksucker. Aggregate and organizing cocksuckers. An invisible cocksucker next to you, and he's from San Francisco. Cocksucker. Yeah. And the judge waved his charges. <laughs> That's a good gig if you can get it. Uh, sir, you stand accused of uh, multiple uh, violations of the civil code and uh, many counts of assault and battery. How do you plead? Fuck you. Uh, fair enough. Case dismissed. I want nothing to do with this anymore. Despite his bad reputation, Boone did get a 17-year-old Lucinda Browning to marry him at age 20. Probably at, at gunpoint. Uh, at the wedding, Boone got too drunk and had to be carried over the threshold instead of carrying the bride over the threshold. Did she yeah. carry him? Uh, somebody else, <laughs> I would guess. As I say, she sounds like a very stout pioneer woman, if that's the case. Like, if he if he's beating adult's ass when he's like 10 or whatever, you know, she like Lady Sasquatch or something. Or fucking well, like China. She would have been... She would have been better if she was a Lady Sasquatch, because uh, surprise, surprise, Boone was an abusive husband, too. Oh, oh did not see that yeah. coming. Uh, he spent uh, his time and money gambling and drinking. Uh, Lucinda had to survive on little money snuck to her by her parents, while Boone ran up bar tabs at every bar in town. God damn. Right. Well, this guy's a real peach. Well, I was going to say, it also, I'm, I'm just 
going to go on a limb said this guy didn't have a job, like a proper job, just probably like beat people's ass for like nickels or whatever. And you know, no, he I went through most of his life trying not to have a proper job. So there you go. What do you do? <laughs> rape, arson, murder, and rape. Yeah. <laughs> said rape twice. I'll kick ass and chew bubble gum. Yeah. Uh, Boone also made it a habit of riding his horse into the house, but he also demanded the house be kept perfectly clean. And Boone let the horse eat off of his plate. It's like the most uh, charming wife... thing I've heard about him so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, he treated his horse a lot better than he treated his wife, that's for hey, sure. The horses are expensive, goddammit. Mm-hmm. Uh, his wife hoped he'd pass out before Boone would rape her. Of course, you know, there wasn't anything about marital rape back in the 1800s. But, right. But, Fuck. of course, it was too shameful to get a divorce back in that time. But... Boone does go away for a month to uh, do some mining, actually work, and she started divorce proceedings before he got back, so good for her. Yeah. Right on. Get the fuck out of there. Uh, Boone didn't have any money to fight the divorce, nor any would uh, any townsfolk speak up for him. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, I'm not that bad. Somebody's got to <laughs> like be on my side. No. So he goes home to his parents because uh, you know he thought he'd live there, but... When he returned to the family farm, he found it shuttered and empty. Oh. And that is because his family paid for the divorce proceedings for Lucinda, <laughs> and it bankrupted them, too. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Whoa. So when your family's not even on your side, you're pretty uh, shitty. Well, and also they kind of, like, turned the lights out, crept away, and did not leave a forwarding address. Like, oh, God, let's hope. Okay, we got we got this poor girl out of this situation. Now let's get ourselves the fuck out of this situation. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> That's yeah. that's most of his relatives. <laughs> anyway, his family heads back east, so he's all alone in Missouri there. But he does find some cousins and leeches onto them, borrowing money and dragging them down into the gutter with him. Oh, man. Taking them out drinking. Uh, this being 1850, there was rumors uh, about California being easy with uh, riches there. Yep. Uh, despite uh, souring circumstances with his cousin... Boone tried to convince his cousin uh, Littleberry, shoot, yep, to go with him just, to California. Remember I, that? I was just going to say, if you don't say that name, I have to. Littleberry, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it sounds like a weird rate, like a name like they give a racehorse. You know oh what I'm yeah, <laughs> Tackleberry, shoot. Yeah, yeah, that more. Yeah, that's more apt. <laughs> that's just a command or just a, something he does before breakfast, right? <laughs> Help you, ma'am. Yes, officer. My son, Brian, is always late for school. Could you speak to him? Perhaps give him a little scare? Certainly, ma'am. Hi, Brian. It's almost 800 hours. Time to deploy for school. I'll go when I'm ready. You're ready now, mister. So he tries to convince his cousin Littleberry to either go to California or Texas to live with a brother there. Finally, after doing much drinking and conjoling, Littleberry agreed while he was drunk. But in the morning when Boone showed up, packed and ready to go, the hungover Littleberry declined. So Boone goes ahead and stabs him through the heart with a bowie knife. Good God, man. Oh, wow. That's how you settle an argument. I suppose. (laughs) Jesus. So Boone decides to head for California because he just killed his cousin. Now yeah. he'll have the rest of his cousins looking for him. Fuck. But at the time, he had very little experience traveling in the wilds. Um, so basically, he was kind of going in circles, searching for streams and feed for his horse. Back in town, the body was found, and people knew it was Boone, obviously, and knew where he was heading. And... Um, because they didn't see him traveling in the direction of Texas on his way out of town, they must have known that he was going west to California. Well, I mean, you can always go a little ways west and then turn south real sudden, like, you know. Well, this guy's just going room. in circles. Oh, yeah, well, well. He also doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, so he's just going in loop-de-loops. I'm, he's I'm getting to California saying, like a crazy straw. Well, I'm just saying their 1800s detective skills, like, he's going west, he must be going to California. Or, you know... Anywhere slightly west of here. Sure. 
area. I don't know. Maybe his horse had a sign on it that said California or bust or yeah. something. California. Uh, anyway, they catch him in a dry riverbed sucking water out of the mud. Uh, it was basically more of a rescue than a capture. Uh, his horse was dead and tied to a tree. Uh, Boone must have totally lost his mind out wandering, probably from thirst, because he giggled and talked to himself all the way home. Fuck. Uh, he even got off the sheriff's horse and ran, tried to run away a few times before he was hogtied to the horse. <laughs> Uh, he was put under guard at the jail there, but his constant jabbering annoyed the fuck out of the jailers. <laughs> Basically, he didn't sleep that night and didn't stop jabbering. Uh, nope. he was I'm, kind of, I'm kind of amazed, like, 1800s jailers didn't just, like, I don't know, like, bind him, like, gag him or, like, you know, hit him over the head with a shovel and try to knock him out or some kind of yeah thing like that. They just, like, sit in there and take and It's like, God damn it, this guy won't shut up. <laughs> you kind of... I thought they would be a little more kind of pistol whippy about the whole situation or fill them full of opium or I You'd don't know, think something. he would stop after a while, but he was even hoarse and... Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so they take him in front of the judge right away where he was declared insane. Uh, it was pretty clear that he was insane, uh, at least acting like it. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So he's shipped off to the sanatorium. There he becomes a model patient and dropped his crazy act. Uh, he earned the staff's trust, and they let him outside often. Uh, one orderly took pity on Boone when he paced in his cell and took him out for walks before bed. Uh, Boone would stop every time to take a leak in a particular spot, a bunch of trees, but he would return every time until one night when he didn't. Oh, uh, the and long he bolted. <laughs> Yep. But the orderly didn't want to lose his job, so he didn't report it till morning. So he gets just, a, a day head put, start on him. Did he even do the thing like I'm going to go put like some pillows underneath a blanket in this cell too? So you know, like. <laughs> so basically, uh, the staff assumed that he would just die out there in the woods, uh, but Boone found help with a traveler going to California, a lone prospector. Everybody is so bad at their jobs. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Boone accepted the goodwill without any thanks. Uh, not helping to set up camp, and he gulped down all the water. Uh, but Boone was caught rifling through the prospector stuff. Uh, basically, the prospector shouting at him, but it didn't stop him. <laughs> he God had to be damn. pulled out of the the stuff there. Well, it's like uh, a fucking it's like a bear getting into your car. You know, you're like, stop it, stop it, and it's like e- e- eating the one, ra- going for the one raisinette or whatever you drop between the seats and just ripping shit apart. I mean, what are you really gonna do? You don't want to. Clearly, you don't want to try to grab this guy and like pull him off there because he's just gonna fuck you up. Well, Terrible. that's what the prospector tried. Well, he did sure. put up a good fight. He knocked down Boone with one punch, but oh, good. Then he tried to reason with Boone. Uh, Boone <laughs> plays dead for a little while, and then jumped up and clubbed the prospector with a rock. Then go ahead and pulverized his face with a rock into uh, a mush. Oh, good. Mm. Well, also, was he trying to reason? Okay, he's playing dead. I'm, I'm now picturing, like, Boone's playing dead, probably not very convincingly. And then the prospector's, like, trying to reason with him while he's, like, laying there. It's probably like, look, dude, you're not dead. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. I can see you breathing. Yeah. yeah. Here's some tortilla chips. Fuck off. Leave me alone. (laughs) So at least now Boone has a mule and a way to get to California and supplies. But uh, when his supplies run out, he has to eat the mule. Then he walks. Who didn't see that coming? Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, I mean, clearly, you're going to... Oh, that's, that's standard fare for this shit. That's every time. I don't know why a mule is so much more edible than a horse, but whatever. Okay. Uh, so he's walking until he finds a hunter, then shoots the hunter. <laughs> and then he goes back to the hunter's camp and finds out the hunter had uh, no food either. So guess what? Uh-huh. Oh, I, I know what. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I know he's a Kentucky cannibal. He eats the hunter. Yep, be sure to. (laughs) Who's the hunter now? Yeah, yeah. There's some kind of weird poetic. No, it's not poetic. No, I I rescind that. It's just holding the dude's skull while he's eating his fucking liver, like talking to him. Yeah, doing a little puppet show. 
Like, <laughs> hey, Barney, your liver tastes real. Well, thank you, Boone. I've worked hard on that by drinking all that rye whiskey all these years. It <laughs> tastes real good and marinated. So, uh, yeah, he makes it all the way to California on a, on a full stomach of, of fricasseed hunter there. Dude. <laughs> but in California, he runs into some distant cousins, uh, a guy named John Ham and William Johnson. Wait. John Ham's been around a long time. Like, I was mm-hmm. going to say John Ham, like Mad Men. Yep. And Ham, like Ham. Yep. No, he doesn't eat his cousins, so. Okay. Yeah, that would be speed. That would be fucked up. <laughs> like incest or something. Wow. Yeah. So these guys were a little more outlawy than their his other cousins there. Uh, they kind of brag about killing a few men in duels, and they settle in for some serious drinking. So it kind of becomes a, a pissing contest of bragging who was the toughest one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one cousin said he took a man's eye during a bar fight. They finally asked Boone what his worst was. And he is, quote, saying, uh, many the poor devil I've killed at one time or another, and the time has been that I'm obliged to feed on some of them. That's kind of a conversation ender right there. Yeah, so it's getting late. Um, I'm going to go to bed in a different county behind a very locked door. Yep, I was... I was also planning on heading on a road trip uh, right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> going to New York. I, I'm going either north or south or east or west. Um, you can find me in one of those directions if you need to, but we'll probably maybe never see you again, hopefully. And uh, yeah, bye. There in California works a little mining um, with his cousins there. Just enough to find some gold and then spend it on drinking and gambling. As you do. Uh, yep. Uh, even his outlaw cousins grew sick of him and his quarrelsome nature. Uh, but before they had to confront him, Boone decided to take off to the Pacific Northwest, mm. probably to avoid heat from the sheriff, you know, from all the killing people and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, so after Boone leaves, his cousins get word that his family, from his family about Boone, how he killed somebody and escaped the mental institution. <laughs> so they dodged a bullet there. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, in Oregon, Boone puts together a gang of robbers uh, to rob travelers. Oh, good. Uh, he had no trouble disposing of witnesses, though, so... Yeah. You know, leave I no witnesses. Just make them into chili. Like Saving Silverman? What? Say mm-hmm. that movie, Saving Silverman? No. They're like, uh, Arlie Ermey is like the two guys' uh, uh, football coach or whatever, and he gets out of jail for, you know, javelin, the co- or javelin somebody with the... You know the fucking the the yard marker. Okay. Wow. Uh, they, they were they're like they like kidnapped their best friend's girlfriend because she's fucking crazy and ruining the friendship. Okay. Hey, well, how about this? We tell him we got dates tonight. He can't be here because we're getting laid. Nah, he'll never believe that. Oh yeah. Okay. We'll tell him we got ghosts. Oh boys, what's for supper? Ah, uh, listen, coach. We have ghosts. Uh, what? We were thinking that maybe you staying here is not such a great idea. Yeah. Nonsense. It'll give us a chance to get to know one another again. By the way, did you boys take care of that bitch that was going to marry Silverman? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We snuffed that bitch, just like you said. Good. How'd you do it? Uh, we... Ate her. You ate her? Yeah. We ate her. Alive. My hat goes off to you. You boys are smart. That's the perfect crime. Wonder what's on the tube. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> how, how have I never seen this? Jack Black, uh, Steve Zahn, and the Pie Fucker from American Pie. How the fuck have I? Is that on his business card? Amazing movie. <laughs> what's his name? Jason Biggs. Yeah, something, something like that. And they have a Come Neil on. Diamond uh, cover band also, where they play. They like busk at the pier. Two guys play an acoustic guitar and they have a keyboard. What the fuck? Wow. Di- uh, they're called Diamonds in the Rough. Oh, God. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Movie Rack. Saving Silverman. Things, things to check out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back in the Dalles, Oregon, mm, love them Boone Dalles. was hanging with the, his gang there. Uh, the sheriff there had certain suspicions about him, how he always had money and never worked. Uh, he wanted to arrest him. I'm independently wealthy, that. motherfucker. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. But he just needed an excuse. So word of this reached Boone. 
Uh, he wanted to do the smart thing and just kill the sheriff, but uh, cooler heads prevailed, and his gang voted to move on. So from there, they go to Nevada, and then that was actually Utah Territory back in the day. They were going to the Comstock load. Um, they also heard that you could have multiple wives in Utah, so they oh. thought they would all get laid. <laughs> Unfortunately, was... you have to subscribe to this fucking shitty church. <laughs> yeah. Say, <laughs> so, hmm, didn't do much research on the Mormons, have we? Uh, nope. Before we go, before we get too far, you know how I like to, whenever you say a location, I generally get on Google Maps and stuff. And we were at, the, we were when we were at the Dalles, I got on Google Maps, and the only thing that sprung sprung to my eyeball is they have a park called Cirrhosis Park. What? Whoa! <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not spelled like the cirrhosis of your liver, but it's. Quite definitely pronounced like that. I'm just imagining like a water park where all the water slides are running with like vodka. Or wh- Go down the whiskey slide. I'm going exactly. down the gin slide. Exactly. It's like, yep. And they have a uh, this thing, uh, Northern Wasco County Parks and Recreation uh, website. So they have this thing about the park. And it's like, so what's the plan for cirrhosis? First of all, that's a funny question in the first place. <laughs> yeah, you have six uh, months to live. And, and then Stop they drinking. list off. Then they list off the uh, cirrhosis park rehabilitation plan. <laughs> so you're in for like cirrhosis oh, rehabilitation. Tight. That's all. Aw- that's awesome. They but should yeah, just that's... climb through like a huge cadaver and is like, "This is what your liver looks like." Right. Oh yeah, take the ride. You're but... just like in a whiskey bottle on a fucking log, <laughs> like the log ride, <laughs> going into somebody's mouth and through their stomach and intestines. But yeah, I guess that's just my. Uh, I, We'll start calling in my uh, my travel recommendations for things I've never been to. Uh, yeah, when when in the Dalles, check out Cirrhosis <laughs> Park. Both travel corner roadsideamerica.com. <laughs> right. Somewhere around there, they have. I don't know if they still have it, but um, somewhere on the uh, gorge there, they have just a aquarium for one fish, just what? for. Uh, a sturgeon of some sort, like a famous sturgeon. One kind of fish or one fish in just particular? Just one fish. His name's yeah. Jerry, and he lives in this entire whole aquarium. Just for him. Yep. Just for, real? For, for Jerry the sturgeon. I don't know <laughs> I how gotta... close to the Dells it is, but it's somewhere in the gorge there. <laughs> I, what the, how the fuck, did you go there or something? I don't know. I think I was fans of his Facebook page or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, Probably somewhere near the Bridge of the Gods, a little further west. But Herman the Sturgeon, does that sound? Yes, oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> o- Oregon, Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife, Herman the Sturgeon. He is an Oregon icon. Herman the Sturgeon, the state's most famous fish. At 11 feet long and nearly 500 pounds. God, he's a hefty, hefty lad there. Whoa. Uh, Herman is not only one of the Oregon's most distinctive aquatic characters, but some even consider him the unofficial state fish. Uh, yeah, he has his own Facebook page. I mean, what happens when he dies? How long does Sturgeon live? Hundreds of years. Oh, really? I didn't know that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's why they get so fucking big. Yes. I don't know. I'm not going to read the whole ass page, but yes. uh, If you'd like to know more about Will's weird fever dream about a single fish (laughs) aquarium, you can look up Herman the Sturgeon on the Oregon Fish and Wildlife Department website. The loneliest like boy in Oregon. <laughs> well, it said there is a... He, he has a National Geographic documentary, and he made a music video with a famous rapping musician. Doesn't no, he did what, not. He didn't make that fucking video. Doesn't say which one. Doesn't a famous a rap musician. <laughs> a <Yeah>. famous rap musician. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, just think that sounds like some cool key shit. It's Portland Macklemore. rappers. You, no. right? Lil I P. feel like cool. Cool Fucking Keith would make a video with a sturgeon. There you go. He's crazy enough. <laughs> we'll shove him into the the vignette episode about the, all the all and the animals. animals. Yeah, we'll put him in there with uh, Comanche, and yeah, we'll do that. Mm-hmm. Man, all this right. Is, all right, keep moving on, Mormons. And, <laughs> fuck. So they're on their way to Utah territory. Uh, around the Snake River, they are attacked by Shoshone diggers. Of course. They fled, and they thought they outran them, and they camped for the night. Oh, not so fucking tough now, are you, Boone? Boone had Son the men keep watch. Uh, Boone then wakes up the next morning, not being awake for his shift, 
and he found the uh, the night watcher's throats slit. And during oh. the night, the diggers came and stole a horse. A horse. Uh, a horse. Wow, just one. Turn it over. Yes. New they, they killed like four guys and stole a horse. That's, I guess, does not make much sense. But I was going to say that, that sounds counterproductive, kind of, or like you're doing the hard part more than the easy part. Or I don't. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Maybe they killed okay. all the other ones, or maybe it was like one horse and a bunch of mules, and they just yeah. stole the horse. No, we just don't want the fucking mules until <laughs> until it's time to eat them. So yeah, Boone was. and whatever was left as his, of his gang, uh. Instead of heading down open plains where they'd be easy to find, they head for the mountains. Of course, they get miserably lost. And this and is in what, Idaho, you said? On, yep. the, way to, uh, on okay. the way to Utah. So I wonder if they went through the town of Dick Shooter. Because I'm looking the at what? Idaho right now. I just, um, I started, you know, I was going for the Snake River because we were talking about, you know, that. And on Google Maps, like one of the first things in the um, kind of the south Southwestish corner of uh, Idaho, um, Dick Shooter, town called Dick Shooter. Okay, one so word. the, the one town, word. the town of RoboCop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your move, creep. Dick Shooter, huh? <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> Idaho, you got some crazy shit. Anyway. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. From the makers of Bronson Swinger Brand Turtle Wax comes Bronson Swinger Brand Horse Wax. Is your Appaloosa all dull and gray? Spurs her up with Bronson Swinger Brand Horse Wax. Fix that faded mane right up and make your horsey shine and look brand new. Anti-rust protection included. That's Bronson Swinger brand horse wax. Buy it today. Now available in donkey. Anyway, they're traipsing around the wilderness there. And snow is beginning to fall and they're up in the mountains. Uh, they did find the Bear River there, which would be kind of northern Utah, that area. They follow it to Soda Springs. I guess that's still in Idaho, though. There was a fort there, but it was abandoned for the winter. So they truck on down the river. They find a hunter's cabin further down, and they set up camp there. Uh, but they knew that they, if they didn't move on, they'd starve, but they're getting snowed in. Uh-oh. Hopefully, Boone wasn't bragging too much about his cannibalism while you're sitting there shacked up with him for the winter. Yeah, that's about the scariest fucking thing I've ever heard. Anybody else feeling a little bit peckish? Oh, and by the way, did I tell you about that time I smashed into a guy's head with a rock and ate him? (laughs) Fuck. So after they eat the horsies, Boone decides to leave. There, Boone ditches partners, but a man named Burton follows him. Jack Burton. Mm Mm-hmm. They made it to Fort Hall, but Burton collapsed, and Boone went on to find the fort, but the fort was empty too. So Boone drags Burton through the snow and warms him up. Uh, It's like, oh, you saved me. Thank you. The only way to get properly warm is skin-to-skin contact. Burton thought he had died. That's how far he was out of it. So he falls asleep. He's nice and warm, but they don't have any food. But he wakes up in searing pain to find Boone over him with a Bowie knife in hand. God damn it. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> so he just kind of like started butchering him while he's sleeping? So Boone had cut off one of his legs and roasted it. While he's while alive? He, while he was sleeping? Yeah, and he you know tied a tourniquet around his legs so while he's alive, yeah. That makes sense to preserve the meat. This this so, might be conjecture and part of the author because I read a book was, and it didn't have any sources, but yeah, it'd make more sense gonna, to preserve the meat and chop him off when you when you need it. Not him. like there's a bunch of witnesses sitting there either. Like, no, you stab the guy and then cut off his leg. I mean, I just don't see somebody sleeping through that, I guess, but okay. Well, the meat would keep because it's winter, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's a better story anyway. Right, it's far grosser so and more disturbing. So he even offers some of the meat to Burton. <laughs> oh, never say he wasn't polite, yep. I guess. So Boone goes off to get some firewood. 
<laughs> and Burton desperately yep. searches for a weapon. And uh, Burton's crawling around with one leg Fuck. inside the fort, and he does find a revolver, but it only has one bullet in it. So he could either try to shoot Boone and try to escape one-legged through the snow, or he could do what else do you think he might have a, a plan for? Shoot a shoot a deer? Op the fuck out of whatever kind of horrific fuckery. Well, anyway, he shoots himself in the head. <laughs> That's a probably... <laughs> so he shoots himself in the head instead of giving Boone the satisfaction of keeping him fresh. Yeah. And having all his limbs hacked off one by one. Oh. Fuck. So now you'd have to eat them all at once. That'll show that some bitch. <laughs> Man, usually I'm looking for the serial killer in these, but I th- we're doing one on a serial killer. Oh yeah, this one's right, right up in your face. So Boone takes off for Salt Lake City with one of Burton's legs, toting it under his arm, <laughs> like a newspaper, just like a subway sandwich. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did he leave it in the boot to keep it to seal in the freshness? <laughs> yeah. Would you like the six inch, the foot long, or the leg long? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, we only have the foot long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The six inches is a completely different body part. (laughs) Uh, Boone finds his way to a Shoshone camp and just bravely walks straight in and sits himself in front of the fire. Attacked by Just kind of confused the Shoshone and thought he was a madman. Yeah. So they take pity on him and feed him. It was against their tradition to drive away a guest. Uh, soon enough, a trader would come and they could pawn him off on him. Uh, that guy was John W. Powell. Uh, Boone didn't tell him much of his story, but uh, Boone was kind of protective of a bag that he had. Powell finally gets a glimpse of it and saw that he had almost had $1,400 in gold coins. I don't know how you count that all if you get a glimpse of it, but sure. he had a shitload of money. Uh, Powell was ex- expecting a bit of that, as a reward when he got back to Salt Lake. No. And he delivers Boone back to Salt Lake, but Boone turned away as much as much uh, without as much of a thank you. So he didn't get any reward money, but at least he uh, didn't get eat, eaten. Uh, as soon as he gets into town, he gets into a bar fight and was arrested. Uh, soon the Mormon, Mormon officials hired Boone as a hired gun to get rid of some troublemakers. Oh, my God, man. Um, yeah, that's terrible. That's, uh... Boone got rid of one while he was drunk. Uh, the guy was drunk, blind drunk and pissing, so Boone just comes up and shoots him in the back of the head. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. And his partner flees, and Boone just shoots him in the back because this guy's a psycho. Yeah, it's no shit. So the Mormons run him out of town after that because they had that job done. <laughs> Not so, like this. No. <laughs> we meant could you give them a stern talking to, man? Not shoot them while they're pissing. So the Mormons run him out of town. Now this is kind of a calm part of Boone's life because he joins a militia to find the Utes there in Utah. Oh, sure. Oh, calm. The calm, yeah, super calm. Mm-hmm. This is where he begins to cultivate his uh, Confederate ideas, which he later would espouse on the... Uh, Later, we'll get to that. Oh, good. So he, he turns into an <laughs> even better person. Mm-hmm. Great. So rape was common in the war against the Utes, uh, but nobody wanted a woman after Boone had mutilated her. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so oh. he even turned out to be too cruel for the militia. Fuck, man. And Whoa. he was put out as a scout with another unstable man. But this time, is he actually learned how to be a survivalist now after eating people. And those skills come out uh, come out good. Learned to track the Utes a little bit. But he becomes bored of the, the life and there. You know, he enjoyed murder too much. Well, he, he learned how to track them so good because now he sees them as a food source. Mm-hmm. Like a fucking grizzly bear or some shit. Jesus Christ. Ugh. <laughs> So he abandons the militia with his uh, scout friend there. They heard a gold up in Cal, uh, not California, Canada, Fraser River country. I'm sure the militia was like, thank fucking God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> About time. I wonder if they gave him a good like recommendation to try to send him off to go work with Shivington. Because he sounds like more like a Shivington militia kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Pussy hat. Yeah. He'd be <clears throat> way into that. Pussy hat. Fuck. 
they went up there not to mine, but to rob the miners. <clears throat> uh, they fell in traveling with some Frenchmen and a guy named Collison and Irish Tommy. So uh, Tommy and Collison go ahead without him. And that day, that night, Boone robs the Frenchmen, shooting them all with a shotgun. That's all three miners dead, all their Jesus. horses dead. So they bury their treasure up there somewhere in the Fraser River up there in Canada there. Ooh. So it still might be there. What? Oh, it's definitely there. We got to go. Uh, I was going to say, you just said Tony's magic fucking words. Well, don't you want to go to Mesa Verde and look for one up there already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then, when we're up in yeah. Canada, we could probably go uh, go uh, actually find the treasure at fucking Oak Island. Okay. Uh, what part of Canada is that? Like the extreme far east coast? Far east. Yeah, the far east as you can get. Uh, okay, so you got to go like 3,000 miles across Canada to... Huh. No. We no. can all dress. We'll dress like Elvis, and we'll get a Cadillac with the top down. First of all, you're not allowed in Canada anyway, so that's why it's going to be even more fun. We'll have the the, the danger is sexy, man. Yeah, we'll have to take by. the Swayze train. Well, I'll do the yeah the Swayze train, or as I was gonna say, do the uh, the Mad Trapper thing. You know, yeah. just eva- evading Mounties on snowshoes. They'll be throwing dynamite at us and sh- yeah. chucking spears at us and shit. I don't know that they had spears. <laughs> the Mounties. Okay. We went over oh, this. Yeah, the- they had spears, oh, but they yeah. weren't... Okay, yeah, yeah. Forgot they probably that. don't have them anymore. They do. I think they're just for, like, uh, fancy dress parties or whatever. It's like how the, the Marines have the sabers and shit. Right. That's for cutting cake. <laughs> I've been to the Mountie Museum in Regina there, so... Shout out to Regina. What's up, Regina? <laughs> hey, while we're talking about towns, fuck you, Miles City. Fuck you, Miles City. <laughs> and also Nelson Miles... There you Fuck go. you. There it is. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, well, and let's do a let's do a plug again for uh if you'd like uh, uh a t-shirt with our our semi-famous Fuck You Mile City catchphrase on it. We have them available at tpublic.com on the How the West is Fuck How the West is Fuck podcast or Yep, yeah. and they look like they're from some fucking summer camp, but they have our <laughs> at a, at a fan fan request. Uh, wanted a Fuck You Mile City t-shirt, and they are now available. So uh, if anybody else is in the market for one of those, you can go to uh, the How the West is Fuck podcast store at uh, T Public and pick yourself up one of those or one of our other fine t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And we're over uh, 10,000 listens. Holy balls. I know. I am sorry for all of your loss of that. Are yeah, ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for everyone's loss of time. <laughs> uh, but this is up in Barkerville, up there in BC. So, oh, so it's yeah, way on the exact opposite side of the country that Tony wants to go to. Mm-hmm. So during the night, uh, they pass their other friends, their uh, Irish Tommy and Collison, and just shoot uh, them out of spite or what? Nope. They then they get to the town of uh, Quenzel Forks. So Collison arrives the next day, discovers that there's bodies being carried into town. Someone in town did recognize Boone, so it didn't take uh, long to put two and two together that Boone was the uh, guy who shot these three Frenchmen. So a $700 bounty was brought up. Before it could be claimed, Boone had left town. Collison and Tommy booked it back towards civilization, knowing Boone was still out there. Yeah, that would be off-putting to have Mm -hmm. that knowledge. Knowing he's just lurking in the woods out there? Yeah, like yep. like fucking Jason fucking Voorhees with yeah. a cowboy hat. No, I'd rather come across a grizzly bear. <laughs> oh, yes. At least you got they a chance of getting away. <laughs> yeah, they, they can't shoot at you, and they will kill you before. Well, they won't always kill you before they start to eat you, I guess. Because like, a lot of times they just start eating your ass while you're still alive. But that's a tale. Normally you got to pay time. for that. Ass-eating parrots. That's right. Ass-eating parrots oh. and a- ass-eating bears. Are going to make that into a t-shirt, too? Yes, I hadn't thought about it. I suppose we could. Anything's Way too many possible. t-shirts, though. Mm-hmm. Get five bear maulings and get the sixth ass-eating parrot for free. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come one, come all to witness Ringgold's flying artilleries. Watch them go up. Watch them come down. Watch 
with our proprietary energy blend of caffeine, nicotine, salt, and the highest fructose corn syrup legally allowed by the United States of America. Together with our exciting new liquid smoke technology and real pieces of jerky, Wallow is available in a variety of great flavors like bison, buffalo, beefalo, and New England blue crab. Wallow, the stampede you swallow. Bronson Swagger Company. Get your 31-pack of Wallow from Sequoia and Swagger today and unleash the stampede. Yeah, Big Bird usually survives on used condoms that he finds on the on the ground in New York City there, but... Well, he has a symbiotic relationship what? with Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> who kind of, like, hoards all that stuff, and then, and then he gets to eat the whatever falls oh, yeah. out of the trash can. Yeah, Oscar's his dealer. That's part of their biosphere. You know, you got, it's like Yellowstone when they reintroduce the wolves and it kills off enough of the elk so the beaver can come back. Like, if you remove, like, Mr. Snuffleupagus from this uh, delicate ecosystem, um, then the then the rate of condoms that Oscar's available to for him to hoard that then Big Bird has to eat out, you know, it's, it's a delicate balance of life out there <laughs> in Sesame Street. <laughs> few years ago they attempted to change cookie monster to vegetable monster and then uh oh, they had to, all that they had to change Ooh. them right back because it just fucked up the whole biosphere oh yeah 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 it's like uh yeah you just can't you can't fuck with nature no you, jurassic park isn't just a cautionary tale it's a or isn't just a movie it's a cautionary tale i meant to say <laughs> yeah anyway uh so colson and irish irish tommy they're back in the woods trying to get back to civilization before Boone catches up with them. But, of course, Boone appears out of the dark with a shotgun in hand. You fucking Batman? And Boone had his friend go through their packs. Batman doesn't rob people. Yeah, he does. He's a corporate robber. I suppose. Which is I more suppose. evil than any fucking Joker out there. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> so Boone's friend is going through their stuff, and he finds some ammo. And so the... The friend whoops in delight, probably because they were out of ammo. But uh, Irish Tommy and Collison didn't want to take that chance, and they. But Boone lets them go, taking all their ammo because if he didn't have, you know, if he did have ammo, they probably wouldn't have survived. So right. Collison and Tommy get the fuck out of there. But Boone makes it to Victoria. There he runs up a bar tab and refuses to pay. Uh, the sheriff was dispatched to deal with them. Uh, the barkeep didn't know Boone's name, but the sheriff did, and Boone was arrested. So Boone was ah. could be held for three days without any charges. So the sheriff in Victoria sends word all around to get somebody to file charges against Boone, like from Missouri or wherever. Uh, right. But word hadn't come back to Victoria about the murder in Quinzel of the three Frenchmen. So Sheriff went to work on Boone's friend to get him to confess to something, but too many smacks to the head killed the poor prisoner, his friend. Oh, shit. So he's not going to testify against Boone because he's dead. (laughs) I guess there's only so many hits over the head that you can take. Just trying to beat the confession out of him. That's great. Fuck, dude. Haven't you guys ever heard of the humane way of interrogating someone, like waterboarding or, or pulling their, their toenails feet, out? Setting their feet on fire, yeah. Sure, yeah. You don't just go straight for the head, you crazy? No. It's like, uh, you know, it's like just as bad as putting a magnet up to your, you know, floppy disk. It just <laughs> scrambles that shit. <laughs> I like the fact they're in fucking Victoria, Oh, we too. got some real good head injuries coming up in uh, whenever we do uh, this one particular one. 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's a Wild West town. <laughs> it was a it was a HBC fort long before that. So, right. Well, my thing is, I'm like, now it's all Victorian know, and shit. It Imagine also that. would have to have been kind of a pain in the ass. To, well, I suppose there were still ships and shit out there. I mean, because I'm always picturing the like. For some reason, I always picture in the old west like boats don't exist half the time, even though they clearly did lots. You know. So I'm looking at where Victoria is, like, ha-ha, you painted yourself into a corner there, Boonhelm. Where are you going to run to now? It's like, oh, you're just going to... Get on a boat? Get, get on a boat and go to... Or go to uh, Alaska? Like, e- Everett or some shit. And, you know, <laughs> but... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Boone had enough money to hire a good lawyer. But for whatever reason, he probably spent it all gambling. Because Boone's bail got set at $50. And he didn't have enough cash, so he served a month on a Canadian chain gang. Ooh, Canadian chain But that was at least gang. time enough for the sheriff to hear back from the U.S. to see if anybody wanted to press charges against him. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hey, boss, I'm taking a drink. <laughs> uh, so they do get word, but it comes after Boone was released, like a day after or so. So Boone leaves town with a man named Dirty Harris. Not Dirty Harry, Dirty <laughs> Harris. Great. Of course. It's like the Western family version. So Boone runs into Collison at Sumas by Vancouver there. But Boone makes it out of town before a posse was formed. Uh, so Collison runs to the British authorities at Fort Yale. He's like, you better catch this guy because I really don't want to because I know he's... A dangerous murderer. shit. Yeah. Uh, Collison knew that he was headed back to where the treasure was up there in Fraser, Fraser River country up there in Barkersville. Uh, so the uh, authorities go and camp out there. But weeks go by with no sign of Boone or Dirty Harris. <laughs> Dirty Harris. Until two trappers saw two men walking in a river, which kind of seemed odd. <laughs> well, just tried not so to So they did trail. find Boone half-starved after a month of hard travel, but no sign of Dirty Harris. Because he was so in Boone's tummy. So with no tummy. sign of Dirty Harris, what do you think happened he there? In, he was in small clumps of feces along the trail that Boone he did. had been depositing. So they asked Boone where he was, and he said, uh, quote, why do you suppose that I'm fool enough to starve to death when I can help it? I ate him up, of course. <laughs> why did he have to say it? So Boone was extradited why, why did he back have to, to the, say it like a nursery rhyme. I ate them all up, you know. Then the three, like the big bad wolf, came and ate them all up. Fucking weirdo! It's like a fucking murdering man child, <laughs> fucking Lenny mice and men scenario and shit. I get anyway. to eat the rabbits, don't I, George? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get to skin them while they're still alive. I like to hear the screams of the rabbits, George. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> So I was thinking this one wouldn't be as dark as any of the genocide <laughs> ones, but I guess we're getting there. It's pretty Hannibal Lectory. Mm-hmm. So Boone was extradited back to the United States. He was transported to Port Townsend. Uh, within a few days, of course, he's in jail, so he gets a knife and a trowel <laughs> yeah. from the garden. Yeah, and a shovel and a ladder <laughs> and a wagon and some dynamite. And he digs his way out of jail in Port Townsend there. Of course he does. Oh, I haven't and heard for, a digging out a story. I've heard everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. And for three days, he goes unnoticed. Till one day, a guard goes to you know get him up and found a lump of, in the bed to be a bunch of clothes. Oh, he did do it, Bo. You were right. Yep, mm-hmm. There you go. Fucking and now he's now he's running around dangerous and naked. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Boone makes it all the way to California. And a rancher there takes him in and shelters him. And then, of course, for his good deeds, gets horribly <laughs> mutilated. And, well, yeah. it, it takes weeks before Boone gets bored. Oh, okay. So as long as he keeps him entertained, he's relatively safe. He's just kind of... Read him yeah. st- stories? A ticking time bomb kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <sighs> instead of just leaving and saying thank you, he takes all the farmer's stuff and shoots the farmer while he's sleeping in bed. Oh, fucking damn it, dude. <laughs> Uh, Boone goes to Oregon again to Florence, home of the exploding whale. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
like in Salt Lake City, they use Boone to get rid of another local pest named Dutch Fred. <laughs> I'm from the Netherlands. Uh, he's also known as Chief. Hey, uh-huh. Chief Dutch Fred. You can only have so many nicknames, you know. Right. Chief so, Dutch, Limpy, Clubfoot Fred. <laughs> Boone goes ahead and starts a fight with Dutch Fred. But uh, his friends hold him back and disarm Dutch Fred. So Boone just comes back later and shoots him. <laughs> I was going to say, man, they disarm him. So it's like, now he's way easier to kill. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's more my deal. I don't like a fair fight. I like to uh, murder people in their sleep and shoot mm-hmm. them in the back while I'm peeing. Uh, so the first shot missed, but the second one gets Dutch Fred right in the heart. Damn. But then Boone comes to the local leaders for payment. Uh, they pretend that they didn't know anything about it or know Boone at all. <laughs> so it's kind of feign Alzheimer's to get out of paying him, like... Who are you? Are you yeah. my grand- grandson? They, they pulled like, a Donald Trump on him. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah no, I've never even heard of this guy. Well, this is, yeah, a pic- yeah. this is a picture with you and him together. Yeah, I don't know. Not, Lots no, of people not, take pictures with me. Not Jeffrey ringing Epstein? any bells? Nope. Yeah, nope exactly. no, never. What's that? Some kind of uh, like cheese or... Yeah, no. So uh, while they're doing that, the sheriff magically appears and Actually. tries to arrest him. Huzzah! Bo- Poof! Yeah, I was going to say, shazam! <laughs> mm-hmm. But Boone takes off and was captured at the border and was returned to Portland and jailed in solitary for six months. And then if it was a just and kind universe, he would have died there and never left again. But we know that's not nothing because there's... While in jail, he gets a hold of his brother in Texas... Starts writing letters back to him, so he reestablishes a little uh, family uh, ties there. Oh, that's good. So he goes back to Florence to stand trial, but no one there would testify against him. Because they don't want uh, to be eaten. His brother uh, is actually, his nickname is Old Tex, either paid off or threatened them all off. <laughs> <laughs> so Tex. Boone's brother wanted to help him out and turn his life around. Yeah, So he's... this is the 1860s, so he offered to get him into the Confederate Army. Oh, oh, that'll that turn him be. right the fuck around. Yeah, that'll turn <laughs> oh, damn. There's this yeah. guy, Bloody, Bloody Bill Anderson. You'll love the fucker. Yeah, like. <laughs> and he offers him a job at his mine, too, there in Texas. But Boone uh, said he'd think about it. But Boone bolts in the middle of the night to, in Idaho while they're going back to Texas. This time he didn't kill anyone or he just steals one horse. Uh oh. But now all the bounties were pulled off because Boone was arrested and thought that he was going to trial. So he doesn't have anybody after him. Oh, fuck. This so is... on the way, he's he's robbing people and free to travel for the next few months and kills about six people and robs about a dozen or so. Jesus Christ. God damn. This is when Boone makes it to Montana. Yay. Yay. And lands with the innocents. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. I forgot their gang was called the Innocents. Yeah, yeah, for our, any of our listeners that haven't heard the uh, the Henry Plummer gang uh, episode, we do have a whole a whole episode about this group of guys we're talking about that call themselves the Innocents, but they're clearly, uh, they're a bunch of highwaymen, robbers, brigands, and thieves, but their name for themselves was the Innocents. So just so there's no confusion, because if anybody's coming coming in without hearing that episode, it's just weird. To, what do you mean the Innocents? Well... It's just a clever nickname that this bunch of cutthroats and thieves call themselves. Because mm-hmm. you know, that's that why when we we start a bank robbing crew, we're going to call it the uh, the yeah, you I, know not bank robber crew. I didn't do it. Yeah, definitely not bank robbing gang. <laughs> yes, we're the so, pacif- pacifist, big pussy, don't like money, never did a crime gang. <laughs> <laughs> so they were impressed with his violent streak, anyway. So he becomes the enforcer with the crew there. We like your moxie, kid. You're the most violent person we've ever seen. You want a job being our enforcer? I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) (laughs) I was born to do this. (laughs) They put a sash and a fucking TR on him. (laughs) Right. So as an enforcer, he can either be a highwayman or uh, a hockey uh, defenseman. Right, a goon. (laughs) Yeah, same. 
ITT or University of Arizona. You, you study in one of these up-and-coming trades. Highwayman, Enforcer, Cattle Rustler. So by December 1863, a vigilance committee was formed. And innocents were being rounded up or driven out of town. Uh, January 10th, 1864, Plummer was arrested and jailed in his own jail. Uh, four days later, Boone was arrested in Virginia City, drinking at a bar. Uh, Boone was uh, led to the gallows with three of his friends. Uh, on his way, he accused three-fingered Jack Gallagher of all the crimes. Uh, nobody really listened to Boone. Uh, anywhere between 3,000 and 6,000 people showed up in Virginia City there to witness a hanging. Which, that's a lot of people for that little place. This is the fun part where uh, Three Finger Jack goes first to be hung. Wait, is this the one where they're like, should we kill him? Everyone that says yes, walk this mm-hmm. way? You can. It's a fairly narrow valley there, too. But people circled around and uh, <laughs> voted twice. Uh, so they didn't have a proper gallows, so they just went to an unfinished building in Virginia City there. Uh, Jack Gallagher's three-finger Jack, his neck didn't break, so he just hung there kicking. Uh, Boone yelled out, kick away, old fellow, it's my turn next. I'll be in uh, hell with you in a minute. Jesus, that's hardcore. Mm -hmm. I think I remember talking about that, yeah. Yeah, when it was Boone's turn, he said, every man for his principles, hurrah for Jeff Davis, let her rip. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Got to throw in that confederacy, you know, got to really put the, yeah. Yep. Uh, so Boone leaps off his uh, box there, but it does break his neck, so he doesn't have to suffer. But on the backswing, he knocks off, knocks over the man uh, who's next to him, who's about to be hung next. <laughs> so he gets one and last fucking kill? Yeah, yep. yeah. God damn. Jesus. Team so kill. that guy slowly strangles to death. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> This and that's the terrible. story of Boone fucking Helm. There you Jesus go. Jesus Christ. A terrible guy even after he was dead, magically, as it turns out. Because I knew he was a pretty terrible guy like, so going into that that just shit. goes to show it wasn't him personally. It was just his body that wanted to kill people. Right. Because yeah, after mean, all the life had been strangled out of, he still killed somebody. Yeah, evil was so ingrained into just the fiber of this monster that, yeah. Holy shit. But... Wow, this guy's well, a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just um, we talk about some pretty, pretty fucking horrible people on this show quite a bit, and like a lot of times they end up, you know, a lot of times they're like military, you know, uh, uh, doing stuff to indigenous personnel or whatever. This guy is just kind of just shitty for all humanity. You could, you, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a native, doesn't matter if you're a settler. He's just a piece of shit. And he will make you into a piece of shit after he yeah, eats yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> well, that was another uplifting episode. Yeah. Like I thought said, this would be a fun one. Well, at least at least not as much genocide, but, you know, I mean, cannibalism's kind of fun to joke around with until you really get to thinking about it too hard. Yeah, and, and, and then when it And then when it happens so constantly and so brutally like especially the guy that's like just having himself a nice little nap and wakes up to like a leg Boone, missing tr- well and then trying to feed him bits of his own leg i mean why first of all why isn't there a movie about this fucking guy yeah no for real it's like the um, yeah no it's like uh what's the ah oh, fuck uh, american psycho oh yeah it's oh, like yeah. up there with that american psycho the beginning <laughs> in, in, in 1860, yeah. <laughs> there would have to be a point where he's like in town somewhere, and there's a fucking like, like you know, like a bluegrass band like playing a uh, playing. There some is Huey, a Huey American Lewis Psycho songs. too. Is there what? Huh. Okay. I I've never fucking heard of that. <laughs> like Back to the Future, but there is an American Psycho two starring um, Mila Kunis. Ooh. What? I think it's terrible. I've never seen it, but. I was going to say, it would probably have there to be. There is oh, an yeah. American Psycho 2, though. Whoa, uh, what? I love Mila Kunitz. Yeah. Whoa, apparently shit. She, she's got a little sickle? Yeah, I was just going to say, she's apparently got a sickle. Shit. All right. 
I'm not going to recommend it this time because I have no I, fucking clue. I, I, it, it definitely, to me, feels very straight to video. Yeah. Just from the, from the way... Uh, 2002. Well, I will be it was, it was directed by Morgan Freeman. What? It's no Frank Stallone movie. Right. Oh, no. Morgan J. Freeman. Morgan uh, J. Freeman, what? yeah. <laughs> um... Reception, American Psycho 2 was panned by critics. Regru review aggregation website Rotten Tomatoes. I think gives there's the more than one 11. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, probably. 11%. Uh, it only has reviewed nine times, so probably mm. not a lot of people actually watched it. Because like us, I've never heard of it before. Average score of 3.1 out of 10. So, I mean, there Mila Kunitz is in it. I'll fucking watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd watch her like paint the fence. I don't give a shit. Yep. That's a, yeah. Sounds like yeah. you're in a movie. Feel, oh, what the hell were we watching yesterday when uh, the abortion of a Seahawks game was happening? Um, God, it was like kill, I think it was just Killer Be Killed. Have you seen that one yet, Tony? No. You got to. Uh, I, it's the first and only time I've ever seen a human man in a movie fight a helicopter with his bare hands. <laughs> um <laughs> It's like this really, you know, it's a really beefy black guy, which has the unfortunate, his nickname or his prison name or whatever is Gorilla, which I oh, found to be a well, little well, off-putting. Well, yeah. But he's trying to stop this, like, dictator guy from leaving, and they have, like, this, it's not quite a gyrocopter. I mean, it's like a fully enclosed helicopter, but it's, like, the go-kart of helicopters. Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah. 2015, and, and he, huh? And he has... Like yeah, a Ben Hyman helicopter? No, it's, like... It's more advanced than that. Yeah, it's not when he says Ben Hyman helicopter. Ben always wanted the uh, one from uh, from Mad Max. Um, oh you know, yeah, like the gyrocopter. The, yeah, he always yeah. wanted that one. This one's like a full on. It has like yaw pedals and like a canopy and all that shit. But like they're trying to take off and like Gorilla like grabs the helicopter blades with his hands and is just holding it still on the ground. Oh, and this then, can't. Like, okay, I found a western called Killer Be Killed. Oh no, this is not a western. This is like a fucked up kung fu prison fight. Like 1980. Like, wannabe. Yeah, that sounds about better. The greatest Hollywood martial arts movie ever made. Killer Be Killed. 1980. It's, it's pretty excellent. It's dumb as shit, but it's pretty excellent. There's a lot of like white guys and geese that are all still carrying like M16s, but when the p people revolt, nobody shoots anybody with the M16s. They just start karate fighting and having to hold the M16s and not shoot anybody. So they're kind of handicapped because they're not punching. They also give each other a lot of, like, uh, when, like, the hero falls down and they're trying to help him back up to his feet, like, somebody will reach their hand down for him to grab and another guy just offers him his foot to grab to pull him up for some reason. Is <laughs> okay. if that's a thing that people do. Sure. Um, the main villain lady kind of looks like Sharon Osbourne, like Ozzy's wife. Ugh. With, like, bright... And uh, he keeps on calling her Poopsie. The entire time. <laughs> it's fucking excellent. Cool. But, yeah. All right, unless you guys got something else to add, uh, I got to go read a novel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to do get, that. Get, get that done, that horse porn. Yep. Don't read itself, you know. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, uh, that's our show. Uh, thank you for coming this week. And yep. I pulled, I pulled the plug on a water gallows that has been slowly draining this entire episode. It's about to uh, trigger a hail of gunfire. Okay, cool. That's okay, even more Rubes Goldberg. Well, he loves MacGyver. That's right. Weirdo. All right, <laughs> goodbye. See ya. Fuck you, Miles City. Miles City. Miles City. Miles City. Miles City.